Welcome to the Level Up Artist Podcast. We're your hosts, Adriana Amay and Jackie Sanders. We are two art professionals sharing forward the advice and business lessons we have learned along our creative journeys. We talk to artists, leaders, and art professionals to demystify the creative process and discover new ways to succeed as a career-minded artist. If you find value in these conversations, please go ahead and subscribe. This will help other creatives like you find our podcast and you'll be notified when we drop new episodes every Tuesday. So on today's episode, for many visual artists, January is the perfect month to recover from a flurry of activity that happens during the holidays to take an honest look at their art practice and their art business as well. So on today's episode, we're going to be sharing some of the most important areas we look at every year in order to see what went well, what needs adjusting, clarify intentions, and then define what steps are needed to reach your goals, right? So this is not a, I feel guilty, I didn't do X, Y, and Z, instead of like, or to say, oh, it was all great, and that's the end of it. No, we want to quantify some of that um, and then just move forward with it, right? Um, So the first area that we normally will look at and the most common one I think comes to everybody's mind in the new year is going to be the planning and goal setting side of things, right? Like it's going to be on TV, on ads everywhere, plan this, plan that, buy this new shiny agenda. Don't fall for it. Um, (laughs) First things we're going to look at is, you know, where are you right now in terms of your business and art practice and where do you want to go? So some of the questions we love to ask during this time about, um, where we are is how did the previous year go? And again, candid, um, no need to press it over. This is just for yourself. You don't have to share this on social media just for you, but how did the previous year go? Can you put some numbers behind, um, you know, how you feel that it went right. And then what are you the most proud of, right? This, it doesn't always have to be financial, by the way. It could be you finally got that solo exhibition you wanted to get. You finally did your first big mural. You finally did prints. Like, it can just be you finally did more than a dozen paintings for the year. It could be anything. It all depends on where you are career-wise. And then um, you also want to sit down and write down some big goals and dreams without reserve. This is like the top of a hypothetical funnel, if we can call it that, we just throw everything out, just anything, spitball, anything that comes to mind. Um, This is the dreaming stage before you narrow down of like, if money wasn't an issue, because that always comes up, if time was unlimited, which is of course not possible, what would you do? What would you do with your art career and your art business? Where would you take it? Yeah. And I think that's obviously the fun part with goal setting and planning is the dreaming big part of it. And then once you are looking to the more practical side of, okay, well, what does this big dream mean for the next five years, for the next year? That's when the logistics start coming into it. So there will be that phase after casting your big vision of narrowing down what you want your short-term focus to be. And by short-term meaning in the next year to six months, select whatever you want your key projects to be, and then make a plan based on those. Based on what your goal is by the end of the year, where do you need to be in July? Where do you need to be by the end of March, by the end of February? And you're able to reverse engineer those. And making sure that when you are making those plans though, 
Yes, you're considering the finances. Yes, you're considering business goals, but also make sure that you're accounting for personal goals too. I think especially as career-minded artists and business owners, there's inevitably a tie between our personal life goals and our creative goals and our business goals because we are an extension of our creative practice. So if you're not taking care of yourself, Ultimately, that's like a, a quality control issue for your art product because you need to take care of yourself in order to take care of your artwork. So make sure you remember those too. And these are all things that we do dive into in other podcast episodes. Like I know episode 30, we talk about the artist's path in terms of casting that vision. Where do you want to go with your art career? Also talking in episode 32 looking at your year in review, more of that reflecting back and establishing what were the pivotal points and then using that information moving forward, as well as episode 142, which you may have listened to recently um, for goal setting in 2024. Now, if you are listening to one of those earlier episodes, just an asterisk warning, we used to be called the podcast, the Art Studio Insights Podcast. So our introduction and title may be a little different on those episodes, but you are in the right place. It's still conversations with career-minded artists just before our rebrand. So just a note, so you won't be thrown off. <laughs> but speaking of branding with your art business, um, another thing that we look at in addition to goal planning is marketing of how you are going to tell your story and how it feels now and moving forward. So making sure that you tell your story and present yourself online in a way that feels authentic to you, especially when it comes to things like your artist statement, your bio, your CV, do any of those need to be updated since the last time you did that? If it's been a full year since you've looked at your artist statement again, rereading it and making sure, does this still truly reflect who I am and the work that I make? Or do I need to spend some time updating it? Making sure that your mailing list and newslet newsletter, do you want to make any changes? Maybe there's content that you want to add to it for the new year and do some of that high level planning to then make it easier for your future self to already have those resources available when you're applying for exhibitions, when you are um, making proposals to businesses or sending out newsletters to your collector list. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like at the time of this recording, the platform that I'm using they're making some changes and I have till February 1st to put them into effect. So I'm like, okay, this is the perfect time of the year to do some of those changes when I'm not sending as many newsletters necessarily. Um, nobody would notice the change, right? If there was like a little bit of extra time while I'm figuring out the new system. So yeah, this is the perfect time to look at those things. And like Jackie said, like, especially things like CVs, I feel like a lot of people maybe forget to do it through the year. If you're going to change the format, add things to it, events you forgot about, this is a great time to do it. But also with that comes your website. Is it up to date? If you need to make a platform change, this is also a great time to consider that. January is a lot of times the quote unquote, and I say quote unquote slow time for artists because everybody's different, but most artists I know, this is a slower time. So if you were going to change platforms, maybe you're on Wix, you're going to Squarespace, you're going to WordPress, wherever you're going, um, this could be a time to try to figure some of this stuff out before you're trying to release new bodies of work on a platform that you're not that familiar with yet. So play around with some of those things. Branding, logos, business cards, your printed materials, you know, did you move studios? Are you changing your phone number or the email associated with? 
what you're doing, you change the font on your branding of your business name, whatever that looks like, this is a great time to start looking at some of those. And then of course, social media, are you adding or removing any platforms? This is a hard one because a lot of times I feel like, you know, the message that we can hear out there is to add more. Oh, this new social media platform came up, added to the list. This other thing came up, added to the list. But I feel like this is also a time of the year where we can go like, okay, did I actually post on TikTok at all? Or did I keep forgetting about it? And if so, am I going to keep it open or should I move away from it? Um, or am I going to make a, a better effort this year to, you know, bring it back to life essentially? So it's like a great time also to make those decisions without too much um, passion involved in it because you're not in the thick of it you can have some breathing room to do that um and do you have any other updates to your marketing marketing strategy and the way you want to show up online so an example of this is perhaps let's say for example that the way you've presented yourself in social media up until this point is that you're a teaching artist right so all your videos are of you showing techniques and here's the kind of paint i use the kind of brushes i use meaning that you're talking to an audience of primarily, let's say, potential students. But you say, actually, you know what? I'd like to have more art collectors. Well, art collectors that are not artists, which is a big segment of them, don't care about what brush you use or about techniques. So you might be like, okay, let me change that conversation around a little bit and what my focus is and instead do it more as in sharing the value of having original art in a home as opposed to saying how to paint like me if that makes sense so anyways just wanted to give you an example of that some of the podcast episodes in which we cover these um episode 38 we talk about documents every artist needs so we do talk about statements bios etc um episode one at 108 um, we talk about the importance of a studio newsletter and then episode 19 or 190, sorry about that, I think I have a typo in there, um, is about practical marketing tips for artists. So any of those three um, could give you some ideas. But another thing we look at actually is going to be the sales side of things, right? Um, at the end of the day, most of us in some way, shape or form need to make money from our artwork in, other, in order to either pay all our bills or at least offset some of them. So from pricing artwork to profit margins, where to sell online, you know, it's important to have a solid strategy to help you guide the way and avoid all these distractions of, ooh, I watched on this TikTok video that one way to make quick money as an artist is fill in the blank, whatever it is. Instead, if you already have your plan, then you can be like, let me add that to the list to look at later, but I don't have to jump on that boat right now because I already have a plan essentially with what I've already determined to do. So one of the one of the easiest, I say easiest, it doesn't sound easy, but it actually is. One of the easiest ways to increase your income, for example, is to actually raise your prices. So January is usually a great time to see where you are, see if something sold way too fast, maybe it needs to go up a little bit. We do have an episode about that. I'll mention Jackie will mention it here in a second. Um but maybe raise your prices. Maybe this is the time to do it. Inflation affects all of us and it makes all our materials more expensive too. So there we are. And then also selling artwork online. Are you going to add or remove any platforms, especially those of you that use things like Society6 or Redbubble or whatnot, a Fine Art America? I think that's what that one's called. Are you going to add any of those or not? And if so, you can make a plan of when you'll add them or remove them, you know, in the following year. 
Exactly. And one thing that a lot of people talk about too, is that idea of um, the original artwork that you make, in addition, having reproducible art products. So evaluating if you want to offer art products, if you want, if you are going to, then evaluating, okay, what quantity am I going to be selling them at? What are the profit margins for each? And really the strategy for that, because for many artists, that can be a great additional income stream. But again, wanting to do it with intention. So you're not just accidentally going on a four week rabbit hole because you saw this one TikTok video of one person that was successful with it. I think especially this beginning of the year, planning your year out and making sure that those decisions are made with intention rather than by emotional impulse out of a scarcity mindset. And this really comes with running the numbers too, of which income streams performed best in the past, where is the most opportunity, looking at, of course, the numbers in terms of the finances, your profit margin, and how much time you're spending on each of those, which we've kind of touched on in previous episodes. These are all things to think about when looking at your sales and your income streams. And we cover these a lot more in other specific episodes. So like episode 21, we talk all about art products. So if that's something that's interest of you, go back and listen to that episode. Also in episode 118, we talk about things you don't need to sell your artwork. Um, oftentimes we can feel like there are a lot of big barriers in our way of, well, I can't do this because X, Y, Z, and I can't do this because of whatever other reason we have in our head, but it's a really, um, the demystifying what it actually takes to sell your artwork as well as in episode 124, evaluating if your art is too cheap or not, which is definitely a huge mindset shift that many artists go through. Yeah, absolutely. Those are all excellent um, episodes to go back and listen to. And next up, we're going to be talking about art business systems. But first, let's put in a quick word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by our Level Up Artist courses. We understand that life as a modern artist can be both exciting and overwhelming. Plus, there's a lot of information out there. So what do visual artists actually need? We've spent countless hours of trial and error, weeding through tons of information to find the gold so you don't have to waste your time going down those endless rabbit holes. In addition to weekly calls, we have created video course modules to cover everything from artist documents to exhibition prep, social media to technology, sales strategies, artist mindset, PDF resources, templates, and so much more. Ready to get started? Head on over to leveluppartists.com to learn more, get immediate access, and level up your career today. Welcome back, everyone. So when looking at your year coming up, one thing that you really want to look at too is your art business systems. Now, this is how you organize, keep track of your images, creative ideas, time, your art inventory, all of those admin systems that happen behind the scenes that make your systems and your business easier. Um, so especially when it comes to organization, this is something that I am very passionate about. I love organization systems. I love sharing them with other artists because it's all about setting your future self up for success. So keeping your images and content organized, do you need to make changes to any of the apps that you're using, any of your folder systems? Is it digital? Do you have like 20 notebooks scattered about? Should you keep them all at least 
keep the notebooks in one stack in one place, <laughs> figuring out how are you going to be organized this year in a way that is sustainable? Because I think especially with organization systems, we can all get a little aspirational of, of course, if I have the system perfectly, it'll work. But what is realistic and helpful in your workflow? Also thinking about the dreaded taxes, like, that is one thing that as artists, I feel like we kind of have this magnetic, um, like polarization to. Yeah, allergy to. We're just like, no, I don't want to do it. But have you paid your um, income taxes? Do you need to change how much you set aside throughout the year in order to make your annual taxes less of a sting? And again, from a system standpoint, are there systems you can put in place each month or each quarter that will ease that burn? inevitably when it comes up throughout the year because <laughs> it's coming it always does <laughs> death and taxes that's what they mm -hmm. say very grim sounding but so true so <laughs> true yeah and you definitely don't want to get a letter saying hey you owe all this money and you're like I didn't even know so yeah right. definitely need a system for all that um contracts and other legal documents this is another great time to make updates if you look back and you're like actually when I did this mural project or this other commission, there's something that kept coming up that people were trying to change, or um, it presented a challenge. Maybe this is the time to look at those contracts and see if there's any tweaks you need to make to them. Art inventory, um, make sure all your pieces are accounted for. This is a great time to actually look through your list. Um, hopefully you have a list of some sort. Please have a list of some sort. Um, <laughs> look through your social media if you need to. Um, look at your storage space. Where's your stuff? Is there something that's left in a gallery somewhere that you completely forgot about? Or in, did you sell it? And does your website reflect that? Or did you forget to update it? Like, yeah, <laughs> this is a great time to clean that up. Um, especially if you're going to be making any changes to the way you do it. Maybe you did do it in paper, on paper before, and now you want to change it to be a spreadsheet or now you want to change it to be a database. Great time to do it. Um, I'm a big believer in these kind of things to do a start with a going forward basis. So maybe like if you've been making art since 1995, maybe don't start with 1995, maybe start with the last year and then go from there <laughs> and then choose how much farther back. But then everything new goes into your new system, please. Um, and then time is everything, obviously. So great time to do an audit of how you're spending your time, studio versus admin versus you know, whatever personal life, other goals, etc. Make adjustments as necessary. Plan how your time is divided between your art practice, your business, your family time, your, you know, health time, you know, whatever you want to call it. But like, this is a great time to see how the past year went. And if you've already been tracking it, then great. Actually, that makes it a lot easier. You can actually see the numbers in something like an app. But if you don't, try to guesstimate as best you can and then make a plan for going forward. Um, few episodes where we talk about this. We do have several episodes where we talk about time. Some of the ones relevant to this. Uh, episode 66, we do talk about artist contracts and the importance of having them. Episode 80, we talk about making art when limited on time. Um, and episode 105, we talk about time management tips. And I'm sure we talk about time, you know, in a lot of episodes because it's so important, but definitely check those out.
Yeah. And if you feel like you could use a quick refresher on any of these topics that we talked about today in terms of your year review for your business, make sure you go out and check out those episodes that we do recommend. We, of course, make them in hopes of being helpful and sharing it forward to other artists. But if you do want a little bit more structure and guidance and resources, in addition to us just talking about them on the podcast, that's why we created the online modules, having someone to really guide you through share screen with our art inventory systems, talking you through different assignments. That's why the online courses are there. So the way that we review our businesses annually is structured similar, similarly to those resources. So head on over to levelupartist.com to check them out. All right. So that's the wrap on today's conversation. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, our blog will be linked in today's show notes where you will find episode notes and links to all of our other podcast episodes. If you want to stay connected with us in between episodes, share your feedback, or have a question you would like for us to answer on the podcast, you can reach us through social media. I'm at Mayor across all platforms. And I'm at Jay Sanders Studio on all platforms. And if you want to follow the podcast, we are at Level Up Artists on Instagram. You can also visit levelupartist.com to get immediate access to templates, resources, and course modules to level up your creative career today. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.